Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Often, people think about their spiritual experience and their physical experience as separate. But focusing on one or the other doesn't lead to an epic life. There are not many people who are spiritually advanced and actually behaving that way, meaning not oppressing and or controlling others, and who are living vibrantly healthy, fulfilled, happy, and abundant lives. Why is that? After 25 plus years of exploring, lots of trial and error, I've come to realize it comes down to one word, coherence. Today we're exploring what coherence is, why it's critical for expressing and embodying our greatest potential so we can live our best lives. And then, the most important part of this episode is after the discussion. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns, the change you want will be more difficult to attain. So let's jump right in. Tia? Oh, hi, Karen. What an interesting topic. So for the listeners, let's start with what is coherence? Yeah. So to me, coherence is when a system runs really efficiently as a whole. Mm-hmm. Okay? So kind of like a well-tuned racing car or a very high-performance bicycle. When those machines are working really efficiently together, the whole moves faster. Mm -hmm. If you have a high-performance bicycle and one thing's off, it can really mess up the speed of the bike. Same thing with the car. So when I'm talking about coherence, however, it's about having efficiency through the whole system that we know of as us. So you need to have coherence at spirit level, on the or frequency level, however you choose to mm-hmm. think about it, on the physical level, okay, so the body, emotion, mental, and then in the space in between spirit and physical. And when you have coherence on all three levels, that is when you as a system, as a whole, mm-hmm. can have the most change. And not only the most change, but the most acceleration, the most smoothness, right? just like a well-tuned bicycle or mm-hmm. a well-tuned car, because I mean, you can go really fast and have a really bumpy ride, or you can go really fast and have a really smooth ride. And the coherence is a reflection of that. So the more that your system is integrated well in itself, the more efficiently you'll be able to move more quickly Mm. and the most smoothly. And I think the thing that most people don't realize is when they start doing frequency work, their spirit usually will take off in terms of their resonance, just jumps. And what often I will see if there's a lack of coherence is the physical body lags Mm. and it can cause a lot of bumpiness that I talked about. Mm -hmm. So it can be an emotional crunchiness. It could be that physically you start to get really symptomatic. And I'm not talking about detox. I'm talking about longer than detox. Like just your experience is Mm. harder because your physical body is lagging. And also it means that you can kind of get stuck a little bit. You don't really see as much change on the, on the physical level, mm-hmm. even though you may start to feel different about what your experience is, your external reality doesn't change as quickly. So that's what I mean by coherence. Okay, so frequency work brings all three of those into coherence? Yes. Or Okay, so yes. just by doing frequency work, you're saying those three things are not separate. That's correct. They are, they are one. That's right. Yes. Are there things outside of frequency frequency work that could help yes coherence as well, well yes absolutely okay. and they all um work on different levels so for example you're an acupuncturist so you know this and so if depending and it acupuncture is like with anything it's about the practitioner yes so acupuncture as a modality is able to bring coherence into the physical body yes if the practitioners have a high enough resonance it can start to resolve the lack of coherence between spirit and body, mm. and so that space in between. Yep. It's harder for acupuncture because it's a physical modality to create coherence at spirit level. It can, but it's a little bit more limited because the modality is um, physically based. Yeah. So, um, so yes, there are modalities like that, and that's why I always talk about self-care, because when you have self-care, it allows for the physical body 
the space in between to catch up to the change on spirit level. Because mm-hmm. generally speaking, not mm-hmm. always, but generally, it's the physical body that lags. Well, why? Because it's more dense. It's slower in vibration. Right? Your physical body, your spirit body, excuse me, is vibrating at an extremely high rate. So it changes pretty much almost instantly. It takes longer down here in the denser realm. Mm-hmm. That's why you need more self-care um, that we've talked about before in different episodes because it helps your physical body rise up in resonance because ultimately... It's not, you know, it's funny, a lot of spiritual traditions will talk about acceleration on the spirit level, which is important. But if you forget the physical body, your physical body has to rise in resonance too, or you get that crunchy experience I was just talking about, Mm -hmm. and then you don't have that full embodied experience of the awakening process. You came into embodiment for a reason, Mm -hmm. to experience it, Mm -hmm. to transcend it, to have, you know, the amazingness of it, and also the challenge of it, because that is part of the growth and learning. So... To answer your question in a roundabout way, yes, there are definitely other modalities that can help with that. Depending on the modality and what it's addressing, it creates a coherence at different levels, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's spirit between or physical or between the two. Mm-hmm. Do you notice in your work that some people um, maybe have an aptitude for their physical body lagging behind more than others? Yes. Is that like a a constitutional thing? Yeah, I think it has to do a lot with, sometimes it's distortion based. So if somebody Uh, has a lack of body awareness, or through the lineage or religion, a lot of shaming or guilt around the body. So there's a strong disassociation. Yes, exactly. There's a disassociation from the body. Then it's really hard for them. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, if you're disassociated from the body, we have a challenge. Because not only are you not aware of your body, you're now disassociated from space and time. Okay, so now you have distortion on two really fundamental levels, which um, very much dictate how you are able to co-create your reality. So if you're not in the zero point of space and time, and I know a lot of our listeners know this already from me talking about it, but for those of you who are new, if you're not in the zero point of space and time, so the zero point of space, just for a recap, is generally speaking in the center of your solar plexus. For some people, it's a little bit higher or lower than that, but most people, it's right there in the center of your body. Mm. And the zero point of time is the present moment in linear time. So if you are not in both of those things, it's really, really difficult to influence your reality because that's the point from which we co-create our reality. And um, it can be really frustrating and create a lot of lag in the physical. So if you're, like you said, disassociated from the body, well, the center point of space is right here. So if you're not even associated with this, you have a challenge. Then you're not in the present moment in linear time because you're off somewhere else, not in the body. Mm-hmm. You're probably in your mind thinking about something, and the mind will distort you in time often into the future or the past, which is not an empowered place to co-create your reality from. Mm-hmm. So um, that is, a, again, a longer answer to, um, yes, if you have that type of personality or there are other, um, or distortion, excuse me, let me complete that thought, distortion coming from the lineage of religion or culture, that's a challenge. The other challenge also is if somebody's experienced a lot of physical or uh, sexual trauma, there's a disassociation because it's painful and they mm-hmm. don't want to be in the body, which is completely understandable. Mm-hmm. That also can happen. And also there are um, people who um, have things that occupy their bodies. So, like, things like entities or um, things that have, like, alien frequencies, that type of thing that have entered their bodies. Cockroach frequencies. Yes, yeah, alien cockroach frequencies (laughs) or insect frequencies. A lot of alien frequencies will show up as, like, metallic mug-like things. Mm. And so when you have those running through you, um, you don't want to be in the body. It's scary. It doesn't feel good. So you disassociate from it because you don't, it it doesn't, right? It's just Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be here. It's not safe. Well, it's not safe because something else is in the rendering of the body that is you. So why would you want to be in it? It's like you go, it's like you've, you know, you own an apartment or a condo and you go in and then there's all these creepy things in it. You're not going to want to go into that place. Right. It's the same, right? Right. So um, that could be another reason why someone disassociates. Okay. So whether it's things entering in that maybe we're not even aware of Mm -hmm. or just doing tons of frequency work Mm -hmm. and wanting to accelerate, accelerate Mm -hmm. and just forget about it. I have a few clients like that who love spirit world yeah and just want to be spirit world and i have to remind them like you also have a body body. yeah you came here to to create and to smell things and to touch things things. like yeah be here too exactly there's people though that can get very stuck in that yeah in the body space yeah and you know not be able to not be able to move like or they love their stuff yeah love their stuff (laughs) it's hard to just expand Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and i would say that um with 
modal, like you said, spirit modalities. Mm. A lot of spirit modalities and a lot of traditions negate the body. Yeah. Okay. And that's why people disassociate from it. And also because there's something that I call spiritual bypassing, where you don't want to experience the body. You don't want to experience the negative emotions. So what you'll do is you'll bypass that and go into what I call pseudo-awakened state, where everything's all great and wonderful and expansive and whatever, but you haven't dealt with the BS that's going on in the physical level. Mm-hmm. So it's a false kind of awaken. It's not true mm-hmm. in the sense that there's an incongruence. Okay? So I know that people are having a certain experience, but there's an incongruence or a polarization in their frequencies because they may say something, but inside, internally, it's not okay. congruent. Right. So it's causing a polarization in the frequency bundle that is them, which pulls them more out of coherence. So if you are um, really wanting to have spiritual acceleration, it's important to include the body. And that's mm-hmm. why in, with frequency work, I'm always referencing the body. Uh-huh. Because this, you have to remember, the body exists only in the present moment. This exists only in the present moment. Your mind will take you into future past. So if you anchor into the body, not only does it help you enjoy the embodiment, it anchors you into the present moment of time. It also brings you into the present moment of space. So that's why we reference, the, or at least when I'm doing work, it's always referencing the body. Mm. So is there, are there any tips you have to stay? I mean, it's kind of hard to stay completely present yeah, all the time. Hours yeah, it's, a, it's almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I know, I know you have a morning meditation, which yeah. I've done frequently now that I have a baby. I don't get to start my day like that. Mm-hmm. And it starts a different way. But um, you have the morning meditation that yeah. brings you into coherence, and you're supposed to do that before you look at your phone, before you get up to pee, mm-hmm. right? First thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really works. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling like, woo! <laughs> yeah. First thing, like, yeah. boom, when you're yeah. just, like, waking up. Um, other than that, do you have any other tips? Yeah. So what I would say is that um, the morning... I'm just going to address the morning meditation yeah. that you mm-hmm. asked about first. The reason that is so powerful is because you're bringing yourself into coherence first thing, which means you're not getting pulled out of coherence by someone else. You're handling yourself first, yeah. right? So you're in a higher state of coherence when you go into your day. So when, then when you look at your phone or someone texts you or calls you or work starts or baby crying or whatever it is, you are already in a higher state of resonance because you are more coherent. So that means that you that's showing up to deal with whatever is showing up in your day is at a higher resonating level. Mm-hmm. That's why the morning meditation is so awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I am actually going to be creating one, um, two other ones. I haven't yet, but I will be creating one, which is like, um, like a very fast 10 minute getting back to zero. Oh, great. It's just like five to ten minutes. Like, yes. how do you reset back to zero? Yes, how do you reset? How do you reset? reset? Great. It's like, yeah. mayday, mayday, need help. Yeah. <laughs> I need to go to the back, like, somewhere and just listen to this for five minutes. Just, like, bring myself back to oh, zero. Oh, that's great. That'll be helpful. So I'm going to be creating that. And then another one for nighttime, just to help people. Mm-hmm. It's hard, right? We are all really busy, yeah. right? Even the lockdown or wherever it is that you are, people are busy. They're looking at, and not only busy, but we're looking at our screens a lot. So we're looking at our digital devices all that sort of stuff, and the flicker frequency of a digital device is a very specific frequency. Mm. It very much puts you into um, high beta, like your, your brain waves, which is a very, very active mind. Yep. So when, and you know this as an acupuncturist, and most people know this intuitively, then when you try to go to sleep, you're like lying there, your brain's like, right, because it's at a very high flick, like brainwave frequency. So um, I'll be creating one to help people like notch down, because everyone says, you know, it's a good practice where if, you know, before, like an hour before bed, don't look at devices, right? And, and you're just like, like all right, <laughs> who's going to do that? I mean, some people have the luxury, but not everyone has the discipline or the time or the whatever where we're yep. to do that. Yep. So just something to help people notch into. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, sleep. So that would be um, something helpful. And then to, but something that you have available to you right now to bring yourself into more coherence. Okay. So you can triangulate. So a lot of people who have done GFCs, and there's, okay, so as I've mentioned before, the GFC at the end of this is where the rubber meets the road. That's where the change happens. So this conversation is amazing and Mm -hmm. helpful, and the work happens in the GFC. Yeah, this is for our minds. This is for our minds. Yeah, it's mind candy. Um, The GFC is um, 
when I talk about, or when I lead you through the group frequency calibration, I always ask you guys to triangulate, mm -hmm. which is where you um, reference yourself against inanimate objects to help you triangulate, meaning you know where you mm -hmm. are in space. So that is one way to do you it. You could do that quickly. in the middle of the day. Yeah, you could do it in a meeting. You could do, ah. you, 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 I mean, I could just be talking to you, having coffee, and doing it, and, doing it, and you don't know. Right? I'm, well, I'm still present with you, but I'm aware of where I am in space. Right. So there are three um, steps that you can do. So one is to become aware of your body and then triangulate. The second is then become aware of your connection to pure source. And then third bonus round, you don't even have to do this, is become aware of your spirit body. That in itself will be helpful, even if you just do step one. Mm -hmm. Triangulate will bring you into more coherence. Mm. Because it brings you, again, it's always about that zero point of space and time. And why do I keep harping on about this? Because those two coordinates are what the reality is based on. It is how we create as a collective what we think is real. Mm. If you don't have the coordinate of space and time, you don't you're have a spirit, reality. Right? Yeah, you're the spirit. Yeah. You're like, there's nothing to create the collective illusion. So you need both okay, in order to, um, and you need to be in the zero point of them, mm -hmm. in order to have the most influence over your reality and how it shows up. So that's why I keep talking about it, because really, frequency work in part is releasing the distortion pattern and creating more coherence and refining the zero point of space and time. Mm. It's really about the mastery of space and time. Would you say you've noticed for yourself mm -hmm. the more frequency work you've done, is it easier to get into that space yeah. or you don't have to get into it as often or anything yeah. like that? Yeah. So what I would say is that there, um, it is easier. And what is also very helpful, and it sounds like it wouldn't be, is you know when you're not in it. Oh, yeah. Faster. Because some people like, don't even realize they're not, they're not in coherence. They're like wandering around, and their day is getting suckier and suckier and suckier. And they're like, wait a minute, something is wrong. Mm -hmm. um, the higher in resonance you are at, the faster you realize when you're not in coherence. You're just like, whoa, something is yep. wrong. I'm not, something's off. And so it's easier because you're aware of it. It's more painful to be out of it. Yep. It's easier to pull yourself back into it. So awareness is always the first thing. And I would also say that um, because it's not comfortable to be in that lack of coherence, you push like it's you want to push yourself back into coherence as quickly as possible. And um, for me personally, there are things that I do to help myself maintain that. Okay, so it becomes that becomes the most important thing, because it influences everything. It influences your relationships, your experience. Everything is dictated by how much incoherence you are. Mm -hmm. So, um, and this is something else we're going to launch, but it's going to be like daily daily practices that you can do in your day to help anchor, just like the morning meditation, mm -hmm. for example, or like an evening, um, like I guess you could call it ritual or whatever, mm -hmm. to help people maintain the resonance in the day. Yeah, so that was my next question, yeah. the maintaining of it. Yeah. So the morning meditation, when I was doing it personally, I I remember it would last the whole day. Yeah. yeah. But w would there be maybe some people that need a little yes. tune up in the middle of the day yeah. or okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and hence why you're going to come out with these. Does, yeah, and I would say also like I said, if you even triangulate. Right. Come into your body, triangulate. And if you can then do connect to pure source, become aware of your connection to pure source and be aware of your spirit body, that can take literally under two minutes. It doesn't take very long. You can do it anywhere. And you're incoherent. And you're, you will come more into coherence. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes if you fall out of coherence and you're really wonky, it takes a little bit more, right? Because sure. you're just like in a funk or it's really hard to bring yourself back to zero. Sometimes um, that will even happen sometimes when you're detoxing. Because when you're detoxing, it's inherently unstable. You're moving to a higher level order and you're purging stuff. So just imagine, you've got like a huge backpack, you've got all this crap in it, right? And you're trying to scale up a really steep slope at the same time. And you're pitching stuff out of the backpack. Yeah. So at some point, you're holding on with your fingertips and like a toe hold, and you got to chuck the thing out of the backpack. It's a lot going on. Yeah, so, so it probably wouldn't help to add the layer of like beating yourself up about it, so maybe you don't do that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. so it's a lot. So yeah. um, it's inherently unstable, and sometimes you need help from something, like either the GSC after this, yeah. uh, like a session, whatever. We all need tools. Yeah. Maybe you need self-care. Maybe you go yeah. see an acupuncturist. Maybe you, I don't know, go sit in an Epsom salt bath to bring yourself into the body more. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that works for you, mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of tools yeah. because we're human and 
It's often helpful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> super helpful. Wow. Okay. So thank you. That is really great. So just to kind of recap, um, there are multiple ways that one can get out of coherence. Yeah. Whether it's other entities coming in mm-hmm. or just also, I'm sorry to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but um, the the other thing that can pull you out of coher- coherence often, especially at the beginning, is if you're not internally strong to maintain your space. Oh. Meaning. Yeah. Meaning. Yeah, yeah. Right. Someone's stress comes in, pushes you off. Yep. Someone who's very controlling yep. pushes you off yep. center. What I mean by off is off center. Yeah, so yep. out of coherence. Oh yeah, right. Or uh, like someone else's urgency, a work deadline, whatever. Right. So if you're not internally strong enough, you it's easy to fall out of coherence because you don't have the internal strength to hold the resonance that you are without being pushed out of it. Yes, there's an acupuncture point called body pillar. Oh, which is beautiful for just that, that. like maintaining that internal. internal no matter what's happening around you. Okay, that's cool. So would you call coherence the same as resonance? Not may, Maybe not. No. So resonance okay. is more like the vibration that you are at, generally speaking, okay. to me. Okay. And, that, and how high your resonance is dictates the speed at which you go, um, what you experience, and then also how fast you can release distortion. So resonance, to me, the higher you are, that's the game changer. That's the thing that dictates your experience. Okay. Coherence is how the whole the functions together. Okay. The alignment. Exactly. Of the whole. Of the whole. Uh, and the pieces of the whole. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And the more coherent you are, the higher your resonance is. Okay. The more out of coherence you are. Dissonance. More dissonance. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so it's just like... So um, it's kind of like if you can imagine, um, and we'll talk about this in the, a little bit more in a different episode, but if you can imagine the expression of a human mm-hmm. being on a scale, okay? So let's just imagine it's like 0 to 100, mm-hmm. okay, in terms of the resonance that can be like um, expressed okay. as a human, all right, 0 to 100, because I'm an art student, it's easy for me. Mm-hmm. So just imagine that the frequency bandwidth that you are is a bandwidth. So meaning everyone thinks of themselves as static, like I am this resonance, 18 or whatever. Yeah. But actually you're a bandwidth. So it's mm. going to be between 10 and 20. So let's just imagine on a good day, like you've eaten well, mm-hmm. everyone's happy, you've exercised, you've slept well, everything's smooth sailing, done lots of GSCs or whatever, things yeah. are good. Yeah. You're at a 20. On the days that you're like, oh my God, I didn't sleep last night. It's now the second night I didn't sleep because the baby's crying Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. my tummy's upset or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. The partner's something. Work is whatever. Now you're lower in that scale, right? You're 10. Yep. Okay. So where are the frequency bandwidths? How you are, where you are in that bandwidth really depends on how coherent you are. Mm. and how resourced you are. So you can do things to help you be in the higher level of the bandwidth. Just like a lot of the personal development stuff. What they do is they help you express better so you can be at the higher level of your bandwidth. The wonderful thing about frequency work is it actually will push the bandwidth up in resonance, right? We're not just Mm. at 1020 anymore. We're now at 20 to 30, 30 to 40. And it doesn't have to be linear like that, but do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because your resonance is now rising. The more coherent you are, the more your resonance can rise because the whole system is working together. Mm-hmm. And that's um, the cool thing about it is mm-hmm. that um, with coherence, if you have certain tools that you are aware of, like that you mentally know, it can help at some point when your frequency resonance is high enough, it will start to accelerate your resonance because you now are helping yourself because you know what practices to do. Mm-hmm. You know what to look for. You know mm-hmm. what awarenesses that are appropriate or helpful to you. And that will help to keep you on the higher end of the frequency bandwidth that is you and doing the frequency work. You see what I'm saying? It, yes. it, self, it reinforces in a positive way. Yes. So really, if you, um, and that's why I created Coherence Mastery, actually, mm-hmm. is to empower people, like the people who are like, well, what do I do? Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you, um, that's why with every class with Coherence Mastery, we hit a certain topic. And at the beginning, I think module one was all about um, setting, the, laying the groundwork to clear out major distortion patterns to help you get more speed. And the next one's taking flight where you really start to be able to know what it is you can do yourself to buoy your own frequency resonance up. Mm-hmm. Because it's really about empowerment, right? Like yeah. how, how, how do I express what the potential is within me to the best of possible? And that is coherence yes. to some degree. It's kind of like if you imagine like having a piano um, with the top, like with the, with the strings exposed that's been in someone's backyard under a pine tree, okay, for a long time. And the resin's been dripping on the strings. 
it doesn't matter who sits at that piano because the strings are all gunked up with resin. No sound's going to come out of it, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So what you do to make the sound, if you want to make sound come on the piano, is you can strip the resin off. That's kind of like clearing your distortion patterns, mm-hmm. right? Coherence is when it's still it's like, but it's it, it's not in tune, right? right? The piano's not in tune, so you hear sound from it. And there are Playing, notes, it but plays, yeah. but it doesn't sound beautiful together. Tuning the piano is coherence, mm. right? So that's how how like frequency work or clearing the distortion patterns and coherence work together. Beautiful, so, yeah, beautiful metaphor. Thank you. That's perfect. We'll end it <laughs> right there. I see it's very important. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're just about to start the GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down. Or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations. And many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. If you happen to be listening to the audio version of this episode, please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay. Here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for the little known recipe for real success. So the theme of this GFC will be coherence. If you are curious about coherence and wish to go deeper, there is a free almost two hour webinar I gave called Coherence Foundation. If you would like to avail yourself of this class, then please write into info at sphericalluminosity.com and request access. You will need to register for that. However, you will not be charged. Okay, so here we go. Bringing your attention, please, to your bodies. And as you bring your attention to your body, becoming aware of your weight as it settles into whatever is supporting you. Noticing how your weight is distributed, the texture of whatever is supporting you. Noticing whether you're completely at ease or if you are holding in some way, meaning holding tension. Just noticing. And now, Please become aware of the backs of your hands. And as you become aware of the backs of your hands, noticing what they are touching. They may be touching the air. And if they if that is what they are touching, notice the quality of the air through the backs of your hands, the temperature, the movement, if there is any, the humidity of the air, whether there's a little static in the air or if it's heavy 
with ions because of rain coming. Just notice the backs of your hands and what they are touching. They might be touching fabric, so just noticing the texture of that. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, please note it at first without changing it for just a couple of seconds. And notice if you judge your breath or if you can just observe it. Good. And now taking this opportunity to deepen your breath, to allow it to become more full. more at ease. Deeper. Noticing if you can allow your breath to take up more space than it has before. Good. Becoming aware now, please, of your surroundings. So, please notice the sounds around you, other than the sound of my voice both on my end, perhaps you hear the sound of the wind and the birds calling, and the sounds on your end. Even the small constant sounds, like that of a heater, running or air conditioning depending where you are in the world mm -hmm. in addition to the sounds closer to you and noticing the direction from which the sounds are coming. Mm -hmm. And now, please become aware of the light, either with the eyes open or with the eyes closed, your preference. Some of you can feel the light. So if you can do that, wonderful. If you need to open your eyes to look at it, that's also wonderful. Noticing the quality of the light, even if you're sitting in semi-darkness, that too has a quality. Good. And now please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulating means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. It does not matter what these objects are. And then noticing the distance between the object and you. So for example, let's imagine object A is the coffee table and you notice that the distance between the coffee table and you is about seven feet. Then you're going to feel that distance between the coffee table and you. And you're going to do the same thing for objects B and objects C. 
And what you will notice is as you continue to do this with objects B and C, that your sense of where you are in space somehow clarifies, sharpens, or becomes more present for you. For those of you who are more practiced at this and can do this quickly, bringing your attention to the front of your throat and to your, to your solar plexus between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Good. Everyone taking a nice deep breath, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of five. And whenever you are ready and have completed that five count, exhaling, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of six. Whenever you've completed this one single long breath, returning to breathing normally, keeping your attention on these spots. We are waiting for the mastermind to call us. And as we wait for that to happen, please note that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level and that I often work in silence. When I'm accessing very high frequencies, it doesn't really help to make physical noise. It can drop the frequency resonance, so it doesn't benefit you. I also do make noise, so you might hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply, and that's how I usually remove um, stickier frequencies or those of a lower, denser quality or nature. Also, if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you really resist, like you, that couldn't possibly be you, it's likely yours. So I invite you to remain open and to explore further. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, bring your attention just to the solar plexus between the belly button and the base of the sternum. We're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, imagining seeing, sensing, or feeling a brilliance at its very core that you either see or feel. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, it starts to intensify. And as it intensifies, it expands outwards through all of your cells, out through your organs,
expanding further through your bone structure. through your flesh and your muscles. Radiating out through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length, all around you. Please become aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance irrespective of where it began. higher your frequency resonance, the more effective the session, because it's coming from the highest resonating order, and the faster your integration. Good. Bringing your attention now, please, to the lower back half of your brain as it becomes your brain stem and then becomes your spine. So the first thing we're going to do is help you create more coherence because the rendering is projected through your brain. So helping you to reorganize at the or rewire really at the brain level to create more coherence on the physical between the physical and the spirit.
on the physical level, I found that the nervous system leads. So if we upgrade your nervous system, okay, your central nervous system, spine, brain, the rest of your physical body tends to follow. Good. Bringing your attention down the entire spine. In addition to the midpoint of your solar plexus. So what we're doing here okay, is removing resistance to coherence, okay, which um, sounds strange because obviously you're listening to this because you want to be more coherent, but sometimes we're used to or attached to being in the state that we're in because it's known to us. So we're just going to release this attachment to being in the state that you're in so that you can have more freedom to be in a higher level state, okay, without defaulting back into simply what you're accustomed to. So that's what we're working on here. Bring your attention to your heart space. We're going to release the low self-worth, non-deserving, of having everything moving in a way that's efficient, in harmony, accelerating on spirit level, and smooth on the physical. Okay. So let's release this.
good. Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process. And about three inches or seven centimeters down towards your belly button. Clearing out, resetting, integrating your pain body. Good. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my time and personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, Usually, there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.